welcome back, X's and T podcast fans. Hey guys, it's Danny. Um, by the time you guys are hearing this, happy new year. Welcome to 2024. I'm really excited to kind of see where things go with the podcast in 2024. You guys already know though, how are we going to start out 2024? We're going to start out with another Amway story because that's why we're here. I, you know, I never knew that this podcast was ever going to take that turn, but I am so here for it. Um, so now that we know we're going to talk about Amway, you guys already know, let's get it with the disclaimers. I am not here to defame anybody. My guest is not here to defame anybody. Okay. We're talking about lines of affiliation, such as worldwide dream builders, Brit worldwide might come up LTD, URA, whoever we talk about. Hey, you know what? If you want to join these organizations and you're a grown adult, I mean, you can make your own decisions. I would heavily encourage you to listen to some stories, maybe make some changes if you want to. Um, you know, everything that we talk about is purely based on personal opinions, based on personal experiences. You guys, we went through this stuff. We're not here speaking some unfounded stuff. We're not making anything up. Um, let's see. What else do I need to say to not get sued? Oh, yeah. All of the uplines names have been changed. Actually, my guest is coming on anonymously as well. Her name has been totally changed. Um, so, yeah, we got personal experience, opinions, allegedly. Don't sue me. With that being said, you guys, I'm really excited. I have had the opportunity to talk to somebody who has messaged me so much information, just message after message with valuable stuff, you guys. And what's really cool is that she's on Instagram. It's Her name is so cryptid. It's so dope. Um, but she's been a longtime listener. I'm really excited to actually get the opportunity to talk to her. You guys, let's bring on the Red Rose. Hello, Rose. Hey, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you. It's an honor to be here. Um, it's It's been a long time coming. You know, I feel like one of the OGs, uh, Wednesday and Melody started. Um, I started that um, Instagram page um, just shortly after and it was, it just took off from there, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So that is the WWDB underscore scam, right? That's your Instagram exactly. handle? Yep. Yes. Zay and Melody really started something. I I hope that one day they come back, but I hope if they're listening that they're so proud that they they started this. Like I will 110% always credit Zay and Melody. I think that their one their content will always be relevant, but they were really from what I saw on the internet, some of the first people talking about Amway and Worldwide Dream Builders specifically. Absolutely. Um so the way I stumbled upon them was that I was looking for an Amway like facial video just to see the process and how do I even do this, right? <laughs> and the next video that played was one of theirs. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, so you weren't even looking like, for negative. I was not. I was not. Um, the algorithm was just on my side that day, I guess. <laughs> that was the good Lord looking at all. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you started your Instagram page how like what was your journey starting your Instagram page um so I had been in the business by this point about a year and I had sponsored uh two and um and once I saw that video from Zane Melody I was like huh and then I looked at all the comments and I was like wow you know if a lot of people feel like this there has to be truth to it right um yeah 
And the reason I felt like I was so blind was because my upline, um, they rose pretty fast. Like when I met them, they went from, from when I met them, they went from like three to four being sponsored to almost double Eagle and they went platinum. Like it was pretty fast in one year, you know? So, um, I felt like I was blind because they, I saw it before me, them growing crazy fast. So, but when I saw the Zay and Melly videos, like, okay. And then I started digging more. And then I noticed also that, um, the more videos they came out with and they pointed out something that was terrible <laughs> in worldwide, my, um, upline diamonds, which are Paul and Remy, they're, they're the couple that have the kids young, um, when they were like 15 or 16. Um, so, uh, or what was I going with this? Oh yeah. They would, um, they would all of a sudden change, you know, like we got to do this now we got to do this now. And it was like, what? Like they had just said that in their video, like a week ago. And then the next board plan was like, Oh, we got to get all these customers in all of a sudden. Wow. Yeah. Zay and Melody shed some light on some very, very important topics when it comes to the way that Worldwide runs. And I'm really excited to kind of get into a little bit later, like some of the the Amway site rules and mm-hmm. how it all connects. It is wild. Like yep. you are the wealth of information, which I am so excited to do to talk about. But I want to talk about before we went to the dark side, right? Yeah. How did you get introduced to Amway? Yeah. So I teach middle school, um, and some high school girls. Uh, they came back to visit, and they're like, "Oh, um, you know, we want to go to this college, but we don't have the money." And I said to them, "You know." Um, you can never go wrong with education, right? You can um, always excel at something. And even if you don't work in the field that you graduated in, you at least have the education and the the knowledge of more things than the average person, right? But I said, but the downfall of that is that you come out with 30, 40, $50,000 in debt, like I did. I came out in, with 50 in debt. And so it's like, you're working, the, the job that I have is because I have to have a bachelor's and a teaching credential, but I wouldn't have that job if I didn't have those two things, right? Yeah. <laughs> so um, it's like a catch-22, you know, you can't do the job without the education, but you can't get the education without the money. So you're like, it's like a circle, right? Because you're paying back the money from your job, <laughs> right? So, and then that's when... Um, who would be my sponsor, um, Susan, she was walking back and forth. She was the after school uh, supervisor. And she's like, actually, I've met someone who's from uh, the North Bay. We're from the Bay Area, California. So she's like someone from the North Bay who who did do it. He used to be, um, he got his, his wife pregnant when they were like 15. Um, he was uh, down the wrong path. Um, and he came out of that. He, um, he was able to do it. And I was like, what? Like, like, obviously there are success stories, right? But do you ever really meet someone who is that successful? No, you don't. Right. right? So I was like, okay. 
so I just kind of left it at that and then um talk about like unprofessional like three days later she messaged me on our school email to tell me about the opportunity no way (laughs) what (laughs) I I totally see what you mean by unprofessional that's crazy like your work email like she could have even just been like hey if you want to talk later it was your work email that's wild or like she could have came the next day you know and be like oh you know blah blah blah. can I get your number right (laughs) but it was email yeah that's so cringe (laughs) but wow yeah so I I remember hearing about um Paul and Remy right uh I remember hearing about them I was there actually when they crossed stage that's like the first FED that I had um you guys will know this couple just because they're a very like gym couple so if you know you know the guy has like super bushy eyebrows that's like the one thing I remember about this dude is he has like super bushy eyebrows like this guy and she's like like, she's super buff (laughs) yes and blonde at least she was back then Uh, Uh, I believe still is now so but wow yeah so wow there's a lot to unpack in just how you found out about this opportunity because you're you're giving what is actually really good advice to kids who you know are going down a similar path maybe they don't Mm want to be in education but they want to go to college and you're giving very sound advice like go to college even if you're not working in your field you know like you have the degree you have something there you work Mm -hmm. towards something you show that you're dedicated that you're um consistent that you did something and this person (laughs) was like nah don't do that like let me tell you about a couple who who was not in debt like knowing what I know now that's crazy but being kind of reverting myself back to that like I don't know situation it does sound appealing right like right I want to get out of debt who doesn't and right right the way that they pitch is crazy so what was your first meeting with who would become your sponsor yeah so we had set out a meeting um in the local Starbucks um right next to the school actually (laughs) and uh you know she was like well tell me about your life and but I had seen her you know after school I had known who she was we were all introduced to her right because she was the after school like supervisor so it wasn't like a complete 100% stranger in the store right so my my initial was like well I mean I know her you know, to work in education, you can't be like a serial killer. So, because <laughs> you I mean, do get not... fingerprinted. So. <laughs> they just haven't gotten caught yet. Yeah, <laughs> this is true. So, you know, there wasn't like a like a distrust, right? There wasn't like, am I going to get kidnapped or whatever, right? Um, so when we sat down, you know, I told her about my life story and at the time I was in a long distance relationship with my now husband. Um, he was in a different country and she was like, Oh yeah. And I was like, you know, I was, I keep thinking about like, when he gets here, what is he going to work in? Like, how are we going to make money? How am I, um, because I'm responsible for him until he gets a job. Right. So I think that's when her light bulb was like, perfect. (laughs) Wow. Because I was vulnerable, you know, I was thinking about how are you, how are we going to make it in the Bay Area with one income? Right. So. Wow. I mean, you're like, 
ripe for the picking. Yeah. Dang. They, I have noticed, really do love teachers. Like, teachers are heavily preyed on in this organization. Who would become my platinum was a teacher. And she had no issue. I mean, she's still in. I call her Barbara. What's up, Barbara? If you're listening, hi. <laughs> but uh, she she's the first person to hate on education. She's like, I was miserable in my field and I was never going to be able to retire and like all these other horrific things. But then other people that I meet who live, who work in education and they've been in it long-term, like they have nothing but positive things to say. I mean, of course there's, you know, hard times and things can get pretty political, but otherwise when it comes to the job itself, like helping kids, right? Like it's such a positive thing. And for somebody to all of a sudden kind of hop into this opportunity and have nothing but negative to say about it is very, very sad and disheartening. Um, yeah. But again, going back to, if I didn't know, I would understand. Um, right. So you're, you, eventually I'm sure you, I don't, I don't know back then, did they have the process? Like, would you go through a quote interview process with them? Yeah. Yeah. Um, she had outlined it like a meeting greet one, then two, and then eventually some type of board plan. Um, so the, by the third time I would know, but because it was such a, they had just had their major function. It's like in April or something. Right. Um, they didn't have a house board plan for like another, like three or four weeks or wow. like a major board plan. So mine was, I feel like mine was a little bit out of order because there was no board plan <laughs> for a while. So right. we had three meet and greets and then a board plan and my first board plan was the guy that talked really fast ah the guy who talks really fast this guy <laughs> wow. wow and I all I remember from that is he was like those Instagram models you know like putting them down and you know yeah. showing their chichis and nalgas their boobs and butts right <laughs> yeah the, the misogyny that comes from these people it's just it's wild but they do they talk like that which it's so icky yeah. but so how long into this into this process did you finally find out that it was Amway were they right up front about it or no. did you kind of learn over time no it wasn't until that fourth time when it was the board plan that I knew it was Amway so yeah the first three times it was just talking about like process and or results and reading um go-giver and yes, I read that one too business of the 21st century you know and then just um just basically getting a mindset feel for me right and and stuff like that but um and my process took a lot longer because I had to go back to my husband's country um you know to visit him right yeah yeah <laughs> because he's um from the Caribbean so the country that he's specifically from they can't visit the, the states because they need a, a tourist visa or some type of visa to get in, right? Got it, got it, okay. So um, so whenever there was a major function, it was like, well, I'm out of the country, you know? <laughs> yeah. Did they ever, like, kind of, were they ever hard on you about that, like, missing um, a major function? Uh, for one of them, yes, because the July major function, what is that, family reunion? or whatever yes. the July, um, it happened to fall on the same weekend that we were getting married on the beach. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And so I was like, I'm going to be gone. And because, you know, I'm a teacher, I only get one week off here, one week off there. 
And I was like, I'm going to go for like a month and a half, you know, like I want to be with him, <laughs> you know? So, yeah. um, yeah, so I left and I remember her calling me and being like, oh yeah, you're going to be gone. You know, just make sure you still keep up with the Kates and the, the, um, the, you know, listening to the audios every day. And I was like, okay, you know, but at that time I was so brainwashed still, right. That I was like, okay. And I did right. when I was over there. Um, uh, cause we got to take the bus everywhere. Cause neither one of us had a car, you know, I would just listen to whatever I could during those bus rides. And, and that was it. But I mean, like, I couldn't like go out and talk to people <laughs> because I can't build a business there, you know? Um, but yeah, I remember her saying that um, the diamond, Paul, was like, why Why isn't she going? Like, <laughs> so because, you know, they can see, they can see who has bought a ticket. If you don't know that, they can see on their app who has bought a ticket, who has not. So he asked specifically, why hasn't she bought a ticket? And she was like, well, she's getting married that weekend outside of the country. And they were like, well, they had to take it. I mean, what were they going to do? <laughs> Diamond was so concerned about what a, uh, and I say this to not be offensive because it is who we are. We're the base level people, right? Like we, Diamond yeah. was so concerned that one person didn't buy their ticket, which of course we know now why, but dang. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I'm really excited, by the way. That's an exciting wedding. That's like really cool. Getting it was married beautiful. On the beach. Like, forget the major function, honestly. Like, that's yeah. way I, better. You know I do not regret it, obviously. We're still married uh, six years later, so. <laughs> yeah, wow. So, remind me again, what year were you in the business? What What was the time frame? Um, I was in the business, uh, let's see. It was 2018, I believe. Yes. Yes, 2018. August Got it. technically like June 2018 till August 2019 okay yeah. okay so actually I left around the same time you had as well mm -hmm. um so that 2018 time and, and when you were kind of a, I'm one of those I have ADHD so I'm always going back and forth but when you're talking about watching the Zayn Melody video and they're talking about something and then they have to change it I remember those kind of chain reactions happening as well um which is so foreboding for the the future of this podcast, right? The, where yep. we're going to go in a little bit to talk about it. But anyway, yep. so, wow. So you're finally in business and you're married now. What is really, I mean, you're in for about a year. So how long would you say your honeymoon phase was? And what was your husband's interpretation of Amway and Worldwide? Yeah, so Amway actually was in his country, but not the way... Um, like worldwide it was a strict um just selling type of business not really like a recruit um if people wanted to sell it great I mean like recruit to sell but it wasn't like what it is here with worldwide or Brit worldwide you are or whatever and uh, if you people don't know this there are like 30 lines of affiliation <laughs> there's a lot yeah <laughs> all over the world I mean obviously yeah. maybe not there but yeah, and they're I, actually um, they're banned in China, I believe. Dang, that's crazy. I mean, but um, sorry to yeah. answer your question. 
so my husband was just kind of like oh, okay you know I had explained it to him and he was like all right you know just as long as you're not losing money you know that's fine and then so I had sponsored got on like around June 2018 and he came to the states December 2018 and then um they never really did anything to um, get him on board because he only spoke Spanish. So um, the one time we had a Spanish board plan was because we had a Spanish contact and my upline Ruby, Charlie and Madison, Madison's Cuban and she spoke Spanish. So um, we had a board plan, but the contact fell through. They didn't show up. And then at the end of it, they were like, we did this for nothing. And that was the end of my honeymoon phase because I was like, is my husband nothing? Wow. So they wouldn't even show it to him. They like, no. because you guys didn't have some, wow. Yeah. That's insane. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You but know? he was still like in heavily encouraged to go to all the meetings that were in English. And I remember, <laughs> cause you know, they what? tell you. <laughs> Because, you know, they tell you, like, edify your upline, like, laugh at every joke, right? And Paul was giving the upline diamond, he was giving um, the board plan that night. And, you know, he's telling his, his one penny jokes, right? And, um, and everyone's like, ha, 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 ha. And my husband's just blank face. He doesn't understand what's going on. And then at the end of the board plan, he's like, come on, guys, just laugh. Um, maybe say it in a way that I'll understand it. Like, that's crazy. I remember they, they finally started, at least in our area, they, they did start having, um, board plans in Spanish because it was a community that was growing and they needed those people right. to be able to show the plan in Spanish in order for them to expand. But I feel like the lack of inclusivity there, like not even to be able to sit down in, in like a, like, sure, like still show the plan. But their unwillingness to show it for him to understand is ridiculous. Like, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there was, I mean, and there was no one who could be like, oh, we're going to mentor him, right? Like, no one took that initiative, nothing. So that was, like, the start of my, like, well, I don't I don't want to do this without him, you know? Um, right. Because as a couple, you want to do, you want to grow together, not opposite directions, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. At the end of that board plan, we went up to Paul and I was like, hi, you know, this is my husband. He's from this country that only speaks Spanish. And you could just see his face like, oh, shit. Like, <laughs> that's why he Good. wasn't laughing. Good. Oh, we felt stupid after that. Damn. Yeah. Maybe she's just funny, too. Like, that's also a possibility. Like, yeah. Yeah. If someone's you know, stone face. <laughs> <laughs> I remember being coached too. They'd be like, laugh at all the jokes, like during nuts and bolts. I do remember uh, the club owner's wife. She'd be like, I don't care if you've heard the club owners, same joke a million times. You laugh, make mm -hmm. it a quote sponsoring environment. Right. And it's like looking back, the amount of fake laughing I did is, is wild to me because mm -hmm. the, you, you have to, but well, yep. so. So your honeymoon phase is pretty short, it sounds like. Yeah, and... maybe like six months, yeah. Wow. So what was, I guess, the remaining six months like for you? Um, I mean, I was still into it because I hadn't seen the Zay and Melody videos, right? Right, right? But after that, it was just kind of like, 
well, you know, I would get a contact here and there. Um, I would go out and talk to people every day. Um, um, but then I, I never sat anyone down again. By the time I called or text someone back, um, like they never returned the call, never returned the text. So it was just like, all right, well, because they keep saying every no gets you closer to your yes. <laughs> right, right, exactly. <laughs> so I'm like, well, I've gone through like 30 no's this month. So what's going on? <laughs> you just need 600 more no's before you finally get one yes. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. but I think part of it too was um, because I told you like my upline that sponsored me, Philip and Susan, they rose to uh, platinum when I was there. And then they had a leg that was like super close to going platinum as well. And the people who had sponsored them, honestly, I cannot remember them. Like for the life of me, I cannot remember their names. I cannot remember what they did like as a job because they were so small in their PV that they were never recognized. Right. Um, so my sponsored had superseded them, right, exponentially with PV. And then um, and then my Rubies, they had a downline, a downline's downline who also was going platinum. So I had I was seeing all these people go platinum at the same time. So I'm like, okay, so does this really work? You know? Yeah. Wow. That would raise a belief. I believe that. I think, yeah. you know, if I had seen some, if I had seen my upline do anything, and I think we talked about that before was if I had seen them do anything at all and didn't see them like build an eagle ship, fall out, build an eagle ship, fall out, build an eagle ship, fall out like several times. Like sure. My, who would, who were my eagles went platinum, but even though I saw them, I still was for myself felt very disconnected from them so seeing them raise the ranks to anything was not it wasn't some sort of like aha moment for me yeah. but I could imagine that if my direct sponsor was doing things oh totally that that adds yeah. belief right which is it's it's it is strong it is it totally yeah. is so but you know uh the little like seed of doubt that had grown even just before watching Zay and the Melody's videos were um, watching my upline Ruby Madison. Um, she looked so tired because her her legs leg was going to break off, right? So then yeah. that meant she had to build a whole other leg wow. to still remain, you know. And I'm like, wow. this is never ending. And I remember thinking that one night, and I'm like, this is never ending never ending because right. if she's a ruby and this leg's leg is going to break off shouldn't she be well off yeah wow i see it's in and learning these things too because i i don't know that when i was in the business i really ever fully comprehended what it meant to break a platinum leg the mm -hmm. only thing i ever really thought of was go platinum six platinums you're a diamond like that was right. the entire vision of what I had yeah and it isn't but they until... don't yeah, they don't tell you that yeah but it they don't tell you that when your platinum breaks off their pv breaks off too 
I didn't know that. <laughs> so you lose seventy five hundred. Boom, in one month. Damn, that's deceptive. Like just mm-hmm. the idea of everything that that kind of like looking back, like, dang. No wonder they always teach like, uh, what is what is the crown guy always teach twenty wide, so yeah. that way you can just keep building and yeah. building and building. And and in theory, yeah. you're supposed to have six of them go platinum, which is right. so so wild. Um, so what were some other red flags that you had started to see uh, before you saw the Zay and Melody video? Um, some of it was, um, I know in the past, your, uh, in your podcast, they had talked about racism and stuff like that. Um, because of, we are in the Bay Area, we were a very diverse, uh, group. We were a bunch of us Latinos, we were in there, and then a lot of African Americans, a lot of Asians, but that's just because of our, where we live, right? Um, but the racism that I did see was, um, I remember one night specifically they were planning um when's our next board meeting right or board or plan whatever board plan meeting and um they had said May 10th and a couple of the girls the Latina girls were like oh can we not do that day because that is Mexican Mother's Day um in Mexico that's the day they celebrate um Mother's Day and and the upline Ruby Madison she's Cuban she's like welcome to America I'm sorry, what? Like, actually? And she was like, no, we're doing it that day. No, now we're definitely doing it that day is what it sounds yeah. like. Yeah, and you could just tell these girls, I actually could not go that day because as a teacher in my contract, um, my supervisor can uh, call me anytime to do a night meeting. And that night actually happened to be a school, district school board plan. <laughs> So I had to go to that one. I had to go to a different meeting, <laughs> a different cult meeting. <laughs> right, right. That's funny. Um, but I mean, because where I work, it's the same city that I live in and my parents live in. So, I mean, just right after that, I only had to do one hour at that meeting. And then I booked it to my mom's to celebrate her. Right. But yeah. these girls, they live an hour away <clears throat> from the meeting. So you could just tell they were like heartbroken because well they couldn't celebrate their mom on that day you know right they're like but the next they're she said something like but mother's day is on sunday and she's like well not in mexico <laughs> what like i i'm dumbfounded because you would imagine that somebody who is also of a different culture would be accepting of other cultures that yeah not really like Jada said it perfectly in her episode. She was, because we were talking about how, like, yes, our, like my upline, they were diverse, but um, they were all, what'd she say? Different shades of the same color. Mm-hmm. She basically mm-hmm. was like, they were all like whitewashed. They were all within this mentality that, you know, they had to be just like their upline. And of course, if you go way up the ranks, right, they're all white people. And right. they honestly couldn't care less about other cultures. It's disgusting. Um, yeah. But that's sad. Like, that's that's devastating. I mean, I'm not by any means somebody that, for me, the equivalent would be Father's Day. I'm not by any means close to my mother. So mm-hmm. Mother's Day isn't a day that I care to celebrate. But Father's Day, that's my equivalent. I would, yeah. no, I'm sorry. You're not going to take me away from my dad on Father's Day. You can shove it up your nose. Like, we're not doing right. that. Which is right. so sad. What else? What happened after that? I can only imagine. 
So um, after that, that's when I stumbled up upon the Zayn Melody video. And, you know, I have to be really grateful to them because uh, as they progressed with these videos, you know, a lot of people were more aware. A lot of people would um, be in the comment section like, oh, this so-and-so from this um, diamond ship is trying to recruit me, you know, and everyone was helping each other, you know. And eventually they made that um, um, Facebook page. Um, I didn't really follow the Facebook page all that much just because uh, at that time it wasn't private. So, and mind you, I had not told any, any one of my friends or family members about this, you know, and that oh. should have been the first red flag. Right. <laughs> Dang, you right. No, you're not wrong. <laughs> That should have been the first red flag that I would not tell this to a best friend, you know? Yeah. So, <clears throat> so, <laughs> so with all of that, it was just one of those, like, um, I didn't want to be part of a public group just yet. Right. Because, um, I was dealing with my own back and forth demon of like, is this really a cult? Is this not? How could I fall for this? Am I that stupid? You know, it was just a lot of self-doubt. And I didn't want to be part of a public page where what if totally. one of my friends stumbled upon it too? And then here I am, you know, and they're like, wait, why are you in this? You know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely. That was like, so... I'm the one I run that page. Um, now it was totally by accident. Um, I, Melody knows I had spoken to her and I was like, Hey, I don't know what happened. I posted something and the page made me an admin. I'm so sorry. She was like, no, it's really fine. Like, I'm glad that the page is still running. So thank you for your blessing. Yeah. Um, I did make the page private because we were, I mean, not only was the page just receiving so much like spam from people who were in Amway, um, I guess misconstruing it as an am like a pro Amway page or cause I think mm -hmm. it was, um, mm -hmm. it was, some I think it was about like Amway resources or something. So I put right. X Amway in there just so it was a little bit yeah. more clear. But not only that, Upline has sock puppet accounts in there. My Upline did for sure. That's how yeah. they found my podcast was because there's no other reason that they right. would have found it. They're not following my personal Instagram. My podcast Instagram was not big yet. And I posted it there. So I know my Upline has sock puppets accounts yeah. in there. And you know, nobody should have to be in that page. I mean, but I don't think anybody who was in that page is afraid of their upline by any means, but we shouldn't have to have that fear of well, yeah. what if my ex upline sees this? Cause I can imagine that somebody's ex upline is a genuine psychopath. Who's going to like, right. Right. Spam this and hate. Yeah. Like, How dare you be like this in this page? Yeah. You guys are lying, blah, blah, blah. You know? Yeah. And I just didn't want to see that. So now it is private. So mm -hmm. you do have to request to join. There are some rules you have to agree to, et cetera. And I think that also kind of helps to mitigate some of the misinformation that can be spread as well, um, which is unfortunately common now that, you know, talking about Amway is, is big, is a big thing. But yeah. so how did leaving look for you? Did you have a conversation with your upline? Did you ghost them? Like, what did that look like? Yeah. So, <laughs> so my downline, um, I had sponsored too. And uh, they had been dating for like a million years, like 10 years at that point. And, you know, like every Amway couple, they, they're like, you should get married, right? Um, 
you know, people have the reasons of why or why not to get married, and it's not up to us to decide why, right? Um, but they had, they said that they they wanted to, they finally made the decision to actually do it. Okay, great. So they had set out their date. Um, I remember it was like late July or early August, and we were at a board plan meeting, and the um, our diamond, Paul, was saying, oh, when's our, when can we have our next meeting for this group? And my direct sponsor, Susan, was like, oh, I can't that night. I have a work thing. But that was the night of the wedding. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. I remember you telling me about this before. And I'll, that's right. So then, so then I was kind of like, why are we lying? <laughs> why are we lying? You know, um, four of us, five of us, six of us right my two downlines my husband and I and then my direct sponsors six of us knew that what was happening that night right no one else knew and so he was like okay let's do it on another night all right so we get to the wedding um the reception we take a picture with the bride and groom and I post it on dreamstream oh my gosh we need to talk about the shit show that dreamstream was too but um uh we uh I posted on Dreamstream, like, congrats to the newlyweds, um, you know, all this stuff. And then she, the next day, Susan calls me and she's like, why did you post that picture? And I'm like, what? She's like, it looks like we're at a club. And I'm like, there's a wedding gown? <laughs> like, how, what? <laughs> it's, I, it's, I'm just and, dumbfounded and, that you guys my, like lie about this. My caption literally said, congrats to the newlyweds right and she said that Remy the the wife the diamond wife um had called her and said um like that's inappropriate like um what were you doing there that night and all this stuff so I think she got in trouble because she was supposed to be out of work thing right so that's when I was like you know what I don't want to do this anymore like there's lying. Also, um, if you haven't looked up, Amway supports this uh, huge organization. Uh, I forgot what they're called, but they're basically like a security detail system, a private security detail system. They were charged for genocide. So I was like, you know what? They support all this stuff. They're huge Trump supporters. I'm out. And you know what her comeback was? She's like, how do you know that your car wasn't built by Chinese children. <laughs> that's that's the response. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, uh, oh no. I was like, okay. So yeah. Uh let me see if I can find the name. Blackwater. That's the organization. That's I think they right. now. But um they were found guilty in a federal court guilty of genocide and Amway funds them. They are a private security detail. So so if you are in Amway, you are funding genocide. Yeah, you're co-signing a lot of horrible things by being mm-hmm. in this organization. And Amway's definitely got their hands in some really dark shit. I, I think even the fact that they co-sign what worldwide does is dark enough let alone the other stuff like what you're talking mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. is horrific so yeah. 
now you're like out of Amway. How did this whole villain arc start for you where you're like, you know what, I want to help take them down <laughs> anonymously? Yeah, so I think um, I'm not a petty person. I've never been one. Uh, if someone does something bad to me, I'm the type of person to just walk away and pray for them kind of thing. That's always been my personality. But, you know, this one really pissed me off. <laughs> because because I I felt like how stupid do you think I am right um and on top of that you think they're your friends you tell them things about yourself that you probably haven't told other people you know and so to me I was like oh hell no (laughs) like they're not gonna go down just like that you know Right, and right. one thing that I had remembered was at the last function that I had gone July again to um, family reunion, we were in Portland, is I remember my direct sponsor, Susan, being like, because, you know, she had gone platinum at that um, at that event. And she was like, "You y'all need to catch up. She was telling us to all of her down people, right? Y'all need to catch up because when you get up here, to my level, you don't have to pay for your ticket. And I was like, what? That means I'm supporting you? I paid for your entrance here. You're not <laughs> wrong. <laughs> wow. So I was like, so that like stuck with me, right? And that was like, I think that was like really the beginning. I mean, other than Zay and Melody's videos when I saw them in April, but that was like the seed. And I think that was like the last, one of the last straws. And then when she called me about the picture on Dreamstream, I was like, okay, I'm done. This is no. So then I had told her, I was like, look, I just want to like go, you know, I'm going to cancel everything. I won't return anything. We're just going to cut it off right here. Right. And I kind of sat with it and I did delete all of the apps, um, canceled them. And right away I canceled everything. And then, and then I remembered and I was like, you know, she can't be, if she's close to an eagle or a double eagle ruby or double eagle anything, if I don't buy my ticket, just like last year with the diamond, Paul said, why has she not bought her ticket? That means she can't sit in a certain uh, section, right? Because if all of your people are there, you can sit where you qualify. If your people are not there, you can't sit there. So I was like, so I kept my Amway membership until like November of that year when I knew all the big functions um were over so she would not qualify for anything (laughs) that's funny and I I returned everything you know how much I got back almost three thousand dollars of products hell yes because they do man I wish I would have done that because they have like what like a six-month return policy right Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and you know what they charge you the um the commission or sorry the the whatever the bonus they give you you have to pay back so and I and I was like why do I have to pay this back and they're like oh because you know you made money off of it and I was like does my sponsor have to do it they're like they have to do it too oh because I mean (laughs) why was their commission like honestly like 18 dollars every couple of months um I had to pay back like 300 bucks out of the 3,000 so I was like it's fine yeah but your upline did too they had to 
Okay, I can only imagine how much they had to pay. Definitely yeah. more than 300 Oh, I'm sure they were pissed. But you know what? That's the least that they deserved. Wow. I mean, okay, hear me out. That's not petty. I don't think that's petty. I think that's doing your due diligence for yourself. You were well within, obviously, the regulations of Amway. You mm-hmm. you didn't do anything wrong. I mean, right. kind of, you know, you did what you yep. did. I, I don't think it's petty. But I <laughs> definitely see... Why? I mean, I wish I would have done that. Hey, so if you're <laughs> out there, do that. Yes. If you just quit, return all your stuff. Wow. So after wow. that, I just got into this massive depression. You know, um, I really have to thank my husband because he was with me the whole time. You know, he held me when I was crying. And, you know, I just I just felt like the dumbest person in the world. Right. And he was like, it's okay, we'll, we'll come back from this. We technically never got in debt, right? Because of the, you know how they do the budget thing for you. Yeah. And, but I still owed about, um, about $13,000 in school loans at that time. Actually not even, I still owed about 25. I think I, I had paid half off when I met them and I still owed the other half and He's like, you know, let's just put that money to the loans and get that off, paid off. And, you know, and I was like, okay, you know, but my husband was always there, always there. He never said like, how could you do this? You you know, he was never negative. So I really thank him for that. Um, And then on top of that, I got into Reddit, right? My Red Rose account. I I did this (laughs) Instagram account. And I also have to credit um, this other friend that I met through Reddit, who was also under uh, Paul and Remy's organization, but a whole different downline. Um, And he also was on Reddit, like uh, making sure to comment on everything, like do not follow these people. They're going to, you know, scam you. And then we just happened to do that private thing on uh, Reddit. And then, uh, and then I, we met him, like my husband and I we were like, okay, like, let's, let's meet. Right. And we just found like, um, like our people, right. Because it was like, oh, someone else that I know that is going through this, that is not in a different yeah. state. Right. Um, so we found a lot of comfort with him, my husband and I just, you know, talking through things and, um, and he was a huge help to us too, because he had already been done with the business for about like four months. So um, where he was in the grief process was four months ahead of us, right? So, yeah. you know, and he's like, it's normal. You're going to have your good days. You're going to have your bad days. You're going to have days where like, you don't want to do anything, you know? And also too, my job just wasn't like the kids were fine. But the music supervisor of that time, overseeing all the music teachers, he was an asshole. (laughs) So not only had I left Amway in this cult and just feeling depressed about that, I had a horrible boss on top of that, too. So it was just like, well, where do I go? What what do I turn to? You know, just massive depression. So when I created the Instagram account, it was like, okay, let's dig in. I always say Mexicanas are better than the FBI. So, <laughs> <Chat> out. so, <laughs> so you know, I just started digging in and their old website, the Worldwide Dream Builders, the old website, um, 
in their rules and regulations, it says on there that platinums do get paid. It says yeah. it on there and people can go search on my Instagram handle. It says it on there. They get, they get paid. And I was like, oh, hell no. Because I remember when I signed on my downline, Philip and Susan were like, we don't get paid anything at all. Nothing. So I was like, mm, that doesn't sound right. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you're not wrong. I am definitely the one that my friends go to and they're like dating somebody new and they need to get the info. I've got the info. <laughs> I can get that info. Give me like, I mean, sad enough my my significant other and I, he's the tech side. I'm the like, I know where to go kind of thing. Right. It took us to, all we had was a username. I'm not proud of this, but I am because it was for a very, very good reason. Um, somebody that I knew uh, their child had been targeted. We had a username. It took us two hours. We doxed this kid. We knew the parent's name. We knew their address. Hey. We got in control. <laughs> we got contacted to the police in their area. Two hours oh is all goodness. it took. All we had was a username. So let me tell you, don't do stupid shit because I will find you. And if I don't, exactly. bros will. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's it's crazy the things that that you find out you have sent me so much. Mm -hmm. We've got to talk about some of the things that you sent yeah. me because, oh my God, it is crazy. Yeah, so, um, so when I saw that on their website, I went over to Reddit and I started talking to, you know, just on different posts um, um, of anti-Amway, right? And I asked one thing saying, if um, Platinums get a specific cut of the money, from the tools right yeah and one person replied saying that they had been in the business they had made it to platinum and they said um you can become an llc but um that the upline diamond decides what percentage each person gets a cut of so yeah wow because I remember we had gotten some screenshots from an anonymous source from Canada, and this person was indicating that um, that they would get X amount based on what uh, pin level they were at. Mm -hmm. So that's not that's not, I guess, organization wide. That's purely their diamond ship then. Yeah. Who set those numbers? Wow. Okay, that puts new perspective on it. Because if you got a greedy ass diamond, yeah. What? Yeah, so if your diamond likes you more than me, then you would get a bigger cut. What? That is aggravating. What? Okay, what else? What, what other juicy goss you got? Uh, let's see. Oh, okay. And then I also asked this person. Um, I heard um, a platinum say that after a certain pin level, one doesn't have to pay for functions. Is that true? And they responded, that certain pin level is platinum. Anyone walking around with a gold badge on didn't didn't pay to be there what platinum doesn't have to pay the mm -hmm. ones who are supposed to be making all this big money the first amway recognition yeah. pin and they're free they're free yeah wow that's <laughs> wild i had also sent you uh let's see oh you know how they say that um you can give your kids your business well according to the amway rules and regulations they have to be an IBO for like a year or two, for two years. 
before you can give them your business. So if you die and your child is not an IBO, you cannot will them your business. And they wow. had they had said that over and over. Like I can give my child my my business, but according to this, it says uh, the child or children must be personally registered by the parents, or the parent must be personally registered by the children. Right, the parents IB. And the child's IB must have been operated as a separate IB for not less than two years by date of inflammation. Mm -hmm. The parent and child shall be qualified at the level of platinum or above as of the implementation, implementation date. Dang. So I remember my, my diamond, um, the club owner, this guy, I, when I, in one of the audios that I released of him speaking, he was like, <laughs> If you're in Amway, you can't will it. But if you're in, if you contract with Amway and multiple different companies, you can. This is a, an investment that you're building, your asset. Mm -hmm. Kind of deceptive that this, yeah. this guy really tried to make us believe like we were in something other than Amway. We were in Amway. <laughs> yeah, you were in Amway. <laughs> That's so fun. Uh, which brings me to... Uh, today, I had posted, it's been a while since I posted on my Instagram handle, but I posted um, the average income of uh, of platinums, but right above that, I should post this too. It says, there are Amway licensed independent training orga organizations known as approved providers who may offer you value at value-added training and support in addition to what Amway offers. You can choose to take part in this training, but you aren't required to. So that means you don't have to do a line of affiliation whatsoever. Right. But they make it seem like you cannot build this in any way, shape, or form without their guidance. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, this is, you wouldn't want to do this without us. You can't do this without us, basically. Yeah, because I've heard a lot of your guests say, like, we have better ideas. <laughs> and I'm sure they would have oh, yeah. been successful if, you know, they built it as a true people's business versus, you know, just money business, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. But doesn't the Amway website also talk about how they're not supposed to use their lifestyle yeah. as, a, as a way to, I, I should have been a lawyer. Us? In the rules of regulations, 5.41, 5.4.1, it says, must not cite lifestyle examples, travel, automobile, homes of successful IBOs, and contributions to charitable causes unless such benefits were actually accrued as the result of building a successful IB. And I think what they mean by that is through the Amway side, not through the tools. But on the other hand, they're like, you can join one of these lines of affiliation, but, but the lines of affiliation, what they're doing is against their rules. I'm confused. Right. So everyone's turning a blind eye. Everyone is just looking the other way because the money is louder. Yeah. I mean, isn't there an Amway rep at all of these different functions? Yeah, there should be. Wow. Amway is fucking dark. It is. Like really dark. I mean... It probably gets darker. I, I, oh, there's some things I don't even need to know. I don't need some yeah, black suit I'm coming. <laughs> but, but you know, it just it really 
makes me cringe because I I felt very similarly to you when you're like how like am I really stupid like how do they get me like why like I felt I for three years did not tell anybody about my mm-hmm. time in Amway I just kind of like brushed into the rug the only people I really talked to about it was my dad because my dad's very much a like I told you so kind of guy in the right. most loving of ways but definitely like I fucking told you not to do that kind of a thing right um but when I started to really open up about it and, and came here to talk about it, I realized that I'm not the only one, obviously, who went through this. And I think that's what I love about this community that we've built up is that we recognize that one, these feelings are all normal. We've all, you know, at one point felt this, but that we're not alone. That there's so many more people trying to leave this organization or spreading awareness about this organization. I mean, all of them, like Amway, the enterprise itself, right? And yeah. it really sheds light on all of these different lies that we were told. And I think we talked about this earlier that, I, in my humble opinion, I think that this allegedly proves that their Amway saved uh, the founder's w- wife from Denny's is bullshit. Like that right. story, could she have been working there? Like, sure. But there's no fucking way. Like uh, the way that they built this tools business, there's really no, I guess, real history about how he started Worldwide Dream Builders. We know that he did the Amway and he did the Denny's or to be broker from the Denny's. and But there's no real history. How did he start Worldwide? Why did he start worldwide? We know about Brit worldwide, but we only know about how Brit worldwide is because of ex members leaving. And and then of course, Roberta Blevins, her episode where she has the historian on where he talks about the history, of course, as a historian, but as IBOs, we were so in the dark. I mean, I didn't even, did you know that diamonds were speaking for other lines of affiliation altogether, like Brit Worldwide, LTD, URA? Yeah, I found that out after, once I started, yeah. um, um, you know, researching all of them. And I was like, huh, that's kind of weird. And then also one time they showed us a speech about another woman and then she was the speaker for the LuLaRoe <laughs> MLM. <laughs> oh. oh, God, that's not so, good. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Wow. But, you know, going back to the tool stuff, um, it, on M- you can go right now on Amway's website. It's public knowledge, right? It says the top 1% of the IBOs make an average of $87,422 dollars. Worldwide wow. is claiming a million a year when you get to diamond level. Yes, they are. You're right. Where's the other 900, whatever, $1,000? Yeah. They had to have been inflating the numbers with what they were making with Worldwide, but they were not being transparent about it at all. But then that makes me question, like, okay, so how 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 much was Communicate? Like, I don't know. I don't even remember. It's been so 30, long. I think it was like $30. And then Worldwide, the app was like $80 a month when I was right. there. So the way so, that the guy kind of broke it down when we were talking, when he, in the screenshots, as far as his line of affiliation or uh, line of sponsorship goes, um, they were making, I believe, like at a platinum level, like $2 from each Kate membership mm-hmm. and $7 from each worldwide membership. But that number percentage goes up the higher pin level you are. At Diamond, right. you get 100% of that was the way that he explained it. So 
imagine you're making what $200 a head at what 2000 people potentially in your organization. Yep. That's a big chunk of what, what upwards of $400,000. Yeah. And then on top of that, how much of the cut of tickets are they getting plus the regionals and all that? Yes. And yep. Because they're I have speakers, looked they... up, I had looked up the place where the upline um, diamonds had their, uh, they would have their entire, entire organization uh, come together like two or three times a year. Um, yes. And they had to split it into two nights. So I looked up the place, right? It said if you're a resident of that county, I believe, it was, um, depending on the time, but if it was a, a weekday, it was $125 an hour. If you are a non-resident, $155 an hour. So I made the math. Okay, so let's say um, they do five hours, right? 7 p.m. to midnight, which is about $1,700. But they're charging you $15 to get in. And let's say there are 500 people. That's $7,500. So the remaining is $5,700. Where does the rest of it go? And I, you know, and that was another red flag because I had seen the upline Ruby, uh, Charlie, he was in like the upstairs and I saw him counting money, right? Because they only charged us in cash, zero checks. And that was not through the app either because it was its own private thing that the upline diamond wanted to do, right? Yep. So I saw him counting cash and then he comes down with a briefcase and then he hands wow. it. And I'm like, that's all our money right there. That's drug money. And he has that split two nights. So that means he was making $10,000 on those two nights. That, I mean, honestly, it makes sense. It really does. The The guy who texted us um, that we had text messages from, it, it, it basically, like the number that he gave on the low end was like $3,000. And I, I think that that's like the lower pin levels. Mm -hmm. But absolutely, like these diamonds are getting paid to speak. Like they would try to say, oh, they're here for free out of the goodness of their heart. Bullshit. Right. They're traveling yeah. a lot of the time. I mean, yeah. we're paying for big crown guys fucking private jets. Yeah. And when I'm hearing your guests say they had to pay for Zoom meetings. Oh, no. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. For their for uh COVID, they were that's what Hope and Fisher talked about was like they're like, why do we have to still pay for two full price tickets for mm -hmm. Zoom functions? I was like, excuse me. They're like, that's when they really started to understand that they were getting um paid from this somehow, some way. Yeah. And even even crazier is um I was talking to other lines of affiliation altogether. So like with Brit Worldwide and URA, some of them had like weekly, weekly meetings. Like, you know, our board plans were free in someone's like yeah. jank apartment or wherever, right in their house. They're paying uh, $7 every single week. Their apps were also more expensive than ours. They have like a, a for LTD, their like premium, like VIP membership was like $200 a month. Um, wow. they had, yeah, that was like their highest. Of course it was like different tiers. Um, but the highest was the $200. Um, 
And I remember uh, Ksenia, when she was in Brit Worldwide, she talked about spending $200 a month on just books, like just materials that wow. include the app and ditto and everything. Like, it's insane to me just how much money they're charging. Mm-hmm. But Meredith put it in a really good way because she was in Brit Worldwide as well and talked about the weekly charging a meeting she's like it was never enough to question which I kind of think that way as well when I was in worldwide and I think about the rallies at the time it was um like ten dollars for the first half ten dollars for the second half yeah it's now twenty bucks twenty dollars for the first portion twenty dollars for the second person so if that's a couple that is eighty dollars to hear the same thing yep (laughs) yeah you go you go to one you go to all of them well, for sure. Definitely. And, and the fact that they're like, I, the Kool-Aid is so strong, though. Yeah. Like, I have Crossline, who are still in the organization. I reached out after four years, and I was like, it's been four years. Like, I thought it was safe. It was not yeah. safe. They ghosted me because they found out what I did. Um, I hope one, I mean, I have grace for them. You know, yeah. kind of like we talked about before, you know, even at the platinum level, the, the brainwashing is still so, so heavy and so strong. And you know, the belief is there. You want to believe that this could work. You want to believe that these people that you've given so much of your life to are going to be your best friends. Like mm-hmm. for me, I never thought that I was not going to be friends with um, Jenny and Jack. Jenny was in the room with me when I gave birth to my child. Like yeah. I thought we were going to be besties for life. Yeah. Like there were people who really contemplated naming their kids after their upline. They didn't, but they had thought about it because <laughs> those were their heroes. Like, right. We were all at some point in so deep. And I think that that's one thing that I hope people recognize. If you guys were not in something like this, you have to understand that like they hit a nerve with us mm-hmm. for Rose. It was the debt. It was finding something for her husband or her, who, who would at the time be her future husband to do mm-hmm. to make money. For me, it was, I wanted to desperately get away from my mother. I wanted to heal after domestic violence. Yeah. Like, it, it we're not stupid very very highly intelligent people or people like it, it has nothing to do with your intelligence level it has everything to do with the way that they sell it to you definitely and they're trained to do that they're trained to hear your story and boom that's the vulnerable point and that's it it can happen to anyone you know um ev- not everyone is super happy 100 percent of the time you know we have um valleys in our lives and you know they just caught us on one of those where you know we were unsure of the future and you know we were we were the target absolutely and they use their toxic positivity to really Mm -hmm. prey on people there's no such thing as negativity in these organizations no negative goes down line like realistically we don't know our upline we'd like to believe we've known them for so long i knew them for three years i didn't know them I didn't know my sponsor and his wife. I thought we were tight. This poor woman was going through DV and her Mm upline was telling her to keep quiet. Don't say anything. Well, so into him. They all co-signed that. That's why every episode I try to say fuck Robert because this guy knows who (laughs) he is and his downline don't know who, what he's like because they can't spread negative downline. And it breaks my heart that Jess went through something so traumatic and the people that she brought into the organization to be her friends for life they're still tight with her now ex-husband and they don't know what's going on and of course it's that forgiveness of like they don't know what they don't know right 
and they're media trained basically it's like the equivalent you ask them a question they are trained on how to respond and rebuttal to those negative remarks Mm -hmm. yeah definitely you know um I hope my downline gets out um I did see that one of our mutual friends was given a goodie bag with excess in it. So I was like, well, they're Go still there. <laughs> right. Wow. I but, just, uh, I mean, I'm impressed by all of your knowledge. I think that you have done an incredible <laughs> deep dive and really have just given so much valuable information that hopefully if somebody, if you guys are in the organization and you're listening to this, just hear us out. Like, yeah we don't have this big conspiracy against Amway. In (laughs) fact, Amway has this big conspiracy against us if I'm being like 100 with you. But just listen, you guys, like, I know that it can be hard to hear the truth. That's why, you know, I, it's, I'm going to use a Stranger Things example. I love the show. So uh, I think it's episode, or no, season two, where uh, the guy, I forgot his name, but essentially he's like telling the the two who want to expose everything and he's drinking liquor and he's like, you have to water it down. You guys, it's the same thing with us. Like we can give you all of this heavy hitting information, but it can be a lot. It can be too much. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if that's you, <laughs> sorry. Um, there are other people <laughs> who are watering it down for you though. Those are the people that I yeah. think are so well equipped to help get people out. Whereas I am here to help people who are already out to have a yeah. voice and, I think that's my favorite thing about this community is we all have a different contrast of perspective. You know, and, and question, question at all, like, am I really ahead of where I was a year ago, two years ago, four years ago, however long you've been in the business, you know, I can say with certainty, we are miles ahead without it. You know, I came out of school with 50 grand in debt. I paid it off after we left the business in one year, I paid off the remaining 25. Um, so, I mean, a lot of that helped being in COVID because we couldn't go anywhere, spend anything, travel, right? Um, but we had, we just shifted our money to boom over there, right? And, um, you know, we were able to buy a car, we were able to, you know, have a child and, um, and provide for our child and be there for our child, you know, um like these women who like I remember the Canadian couple what a Don and Mary um mm-hmm. I remember they had I don't know they have like a million children whenever they had one of them um she was like oh we got their passport in like two days and we're here she was like one week postpartum and I'm like what I think about that now my one week postpartum I was crying. I didn't know what to do. I'm like, who gave me permission to be a parent? Like, <laughs> right. This whole breastfeeding thing. I was like, what is going on? And, you know, and I thought about her somewhere along the line. And I was like, what was she thinking? What was she thinking exposing her newborn to germs, to an airplane? Right. Herself. <laughs> Yeah. You know, that's why it's like, that's why in the old days, you know, I know it's very outdated, but in the old days, women would quarantine for 40 days with their child because you're so exposed, right? Your whole body, whether you had a C-section or vaginal birth, your whole body is just open (laughs) 
to the world, right? It's yeah. trying to come back, take its time to heal, right? And I was just thinking, like, what is she doing? Like, why did she do that? And then I remember another Diamonds, I forgot their names or what they did, but um, she said, oh, yeah, I had given birth. My husband was there. And then he left because there was a function. And I'm like, what? <laughs> now that I'm a parent, I'm like, I would kill my husband if I'm like, oh, you're going to work. For sure. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Like, it's it's crazy, but I, I can understand the manipulation into doing that. I was, I had a C-section and like three days later, I was at a major oh, function. Yeah. My outline coached me as to when to have my child so I could see John Maxwell speak and I lost my milk supply. It was hands down the worst mm -hmm. experience, the worst decision I ever made. Um, but you're right. You know, as uh, when I first had my child, like my first child, I could, I would have never imagined doing that. And now looking back at my second child, I'm like, dude, I'm so sorry. Like, yeah. I am so like the guilt that I have is immense. Yeah. But, but at the same time, I didn't know what I didn't know. I, I still thought this was gonna make me a stay at home. I mean, I'm a stay at home mom now, but like, I thought that that was going to be my end all be all. I was going to be wealthy and I was going to have yeah. these two kids and we are going to be doing fantastic. And it's like, yeah. I didn't need any of that. I mean, it, they made it feel as if I, it was some sort of impossibility for anybody to be with their kids as, as long, or they would criticize working parents for being away from their kids and putting them in childcare. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. My mm -hmm. oldest was in childcare up until he was in kindergarten. It was yeah. how it went. We, I had to do it. And did we have bad experiences? Yeah, we did. But never once on an application was I ever told, do you want us to lie if we see your child walk for the first time? That's one thing that one of my upline yeah. would say. Um, mm -hmm. That's not true. In fact, I don't know a single parent who was devastated that they couldn't see their child yeah. walk for the first time. <laughs> the daycare providers, nine, nine times out of 10, will try to record it for one. And for two, they'll tell you, they're like, you'll never guess what your child did say. It's more yeah. of like an excitement because you're going to continue to see them walk. Right. That first time is, is it's, yes, it's crucial and it's very special, but if they do it at childcare, they're going to do it for you at home. Promise you that they're yeah. going to do it 10 times over again. You're not going to get yeah. them to sit down. So, yeah. but even like in worldwide, I always felt like I, I would never fit into the cookie cutter housewife. They want women oh, to be, yeah. um, I can tell you right now, I am not meant to be a stay at home mom. A hundred percent. Give me middle schoolers. Give me, I teach band. Like, give me 40 middle schoolers with an instrument in their hand, and oh I will take that on top of my toddler. <laughs> no, I, it's hard. It's it's so I, hard. It's not something I wanted to yeah. do after I left to be, like, 100. No. Now that I have to do it, it is depressing. That's why I do this, because if I didn't have human interaction like this, I would have offed myself a right. long time ago. Sorry, not sorry. No, it's, it is. Hard. You know? had massive postpartum depression and anxiety and it and it wasn't until I went back to work when my son was five months that it I finally it took a month for it to like leave me you know and speaking of that one of my last cakes in worldwide was a woman getting off her antidepressants and it made me so sad for her and I hope she's doing well because now that I have experienced that I don't know how anyone would recommend to get off your antidepressants. Yes, it is such a dangerous, 
dangerous thought process to mm-hmm. even have, let alone to express to other people. That was actually what's crazy is that you say that is uh, my upline platinums, John and Barbara, their daughter, who we go on a Mary Cross line. First uh, major function where I got, we were listening to them speak, you know, little night huddles, night owls before the fact. That was one of the first things I ever heard her say was that this organization helped her get off of her antidepressants. And I, looking back now, as somebody who's very pro-medication, like mm-hmm. you don't ever tell somebody that. They were so anti-medication. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially when it came to like ADHD medication for kids. I'm sorry. I medicate <laughs> my child and I will be very open about it because I think yeah. other ADHD parents need that support. That uh, it's okay because some people children. Me, I take Adderall for my ADHD. I, for the life of me, never knew what a normal functioning life was like until I did. My child's the same way. He cannot function without it. That kid literally can't. And you know what? That's okay. He it's, it's a tool in his tool belt. It's like, you know, yeah. As a teacher, I'm always telling parents like test, you know, if they show signs, like test them for this, test them for that. And I have had so many parents who are like, absolutely not. My child, there's nothing wrong with them. No, there isn't that they just need a different kind of help. They just learn differently and they might need, think about it. Like they might have high blood pressure. They just need that one pill a day for their blood pressure. You know, it's the same thing. There's nothing wrong with them. Nope. They just need a little more help. That's it. Yeah. And accommodations. It's amazing the accommodations that you can get for a kid who has ADHD or autism or any various different learning disability. It's amazing. Like it's the best thing for that child. You know, and when they preach this, you know, and parents believe that their child doesn't need anything, it's like, well, your child is going to fail at everything because we have to teach them the same as another child when we could accommodate and they can still succeed. Now, and I have the privilege of speaking with educators like you who can actually give perspective from a teacher's point of view, because at the end of the day, Teachers are more often with our kids, sometimes longer than we are in the day. And our kids act differently for teachers. So if you guys are out there listening, please, for the love of God, don't do your children dirty because of what Worldwide says. Please don't. Please don't. Please accommodate them. Yes. Well, I could not be more grateful for your time. I (laughs) have learned so much from you. I mean, the amount of things that I've been able to share with my audience that you shared with me has been incredible from the... The disclaimer at the end of the audio, oh, yeah. I totally even forgot that was a thing. When I shared that to my story, I had so many people be like, it was right under our nose all this mm-hmm. time. Or mm-hmm. all of these different things. You have done so much for this community. And you guys, if you are not already following, please go follow. Her handle is one more time. WWDB underscore scam. By dream builders underscore scam. Okay. Um, if what, what are some last words that you have for us, Rose, you know, anything you do in life, really sit, think about it. Is this going to take you on the road that you see yourself in 40, 50, 60 years? We only get one life, you know, and, and even if it is a mistake, can you come back from that? And, you know, if you're, I know Danny says at the beginning, like you're an adult, you can make decisions. I'm telling you right now as a teacher, it's, it's a rule. <laughs> do not join this. <laughs> as a teacher, I'm I, telling you what to do right now. <laughs> listen, I say it for legal purposes. I just, I have to, what well, my guess says based on her personal opinions, don't sue me. Yeah. <laughs> 
No, but you know what? I also tell my students, we all have choices, right? But we are not free of the consequence of that choice. So if you are in this right now, you're debating and you're hearing this, just think of your life. Have you grown from this? Have you paid off your debt? What have you given up? I gave up my friend's, my best friend's wedding to go to a function. I regret that every time I think about it. You know, are we still best friends? We are. But it took so much of me, right? It, it destroyed a little part of me, right? That I can never get back. I can never go back to that day, right? So, so think about it. Really sit there and think about it. And is this going to benefit you in the long run? And if, if you have any seed of doubt, you know your answer. I am so grateful that you were so willing to come here and share your story and share all of this knowledge that you've shared with us. I know I'm sure you will find so much more to share. Um, but thank you again so much. If you guys want to be like Rose and you want to share your story, it doesn't even have to be worldwide specific, Amway specific. If you're a survivor of some type and you want to come spread awareness, please do. You guys can email me at dani at xsntpodcast.com. You are still welcome to DM me on Instagram if that's the best for you. That is um, podcast. You guys can find me on TikTok at the same handle, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere else that podcasts are heard. We'll catch you guys in the next episode. Mm-hmm.